Welcome to another sci-fi podcast where psychology and finances intersect. So I haven't really spoken much about why I incorporate psychology into finances. As a licensed professional counselor, I later became an accredited financial counselor because of all the financial woes that I found in different relationships, whether it was between a husband and a wife or a child and a parent, and also because I could give people information and data and spreadsheets all day. But unless they find the what's in it for me to make that change or to make that shift, they won't do it. They won't budge. You won't see any new financial behavior. So today's topic is on improving your credit report and thereby improving your credit score. There's a class entitled Credit Report Makeover, your DIY guide to smoothing out blemishes and scoring big. The reason I'm so passionate about presenting this particular class and this material to you is because There are so many people that you'll see pop up on commercials or ads who claim that they can fix your credit, who claim that they can settle all of your debts and improve your credit score. Well, there are two misnomers in that. Let me talk about the first one. Someone who's claiming that they can fix your credit They cannot do anything more for you than what you can already do for yourself. And unless you change your own personal financial behaviors, they can't control your finances. So truly, they cannot repair your credit unless you're willing to play along and make some changes. The bad thing about paying someone to fix your credit is a lot of times these are scams because first there, there'll be a lot of upfront fees and there'll be a lot of promises that they won't be able to keep and it will just drag on. So what I'm going to be providing in the class is a step-by-step do-it-yourself guide giving you tutorials on websites on what you can do yourself. It really does not take that much effort. And it's free. When you do this yourself, everything that you have to submit to improve your credit or to remove negative information from your credit report, it can all be done by you for free. And all the tools that are necessary to do to help you do that are free. So the reason I'm passionate about this is because I have a lot of folks that come in with security clearance issues. Their security managers call them into the office, let them know that they got a CAF letter stating, hey, we found seven negative accounts on your credit report. And we all know because of continuous evaluation, we will receive some type of observation on our credit report. So, and not just your credit report, but other things as well. But when it pertains to our finances, that negative information on your credit report, a lot of people unfortunately think that it just goes away. Now, that is true to some degree, 
negative information on most things will disappear in seven years. But with continuous evaluation, you don't have seven years for something to drop off your credit report before the CAF or your security manager come across that negative information. And I know you want to keep your job because it's most likely you're here at Redstone Arsenal. It's a good paying job and it would definitely hurt you financially if you lost your job due to poor credit. So let's go ahead and start working on this then. Before we begin, you need to first understand what impacts your credit score. Credit utilization is 30%. That's how much a person owes relative to their credit limits. So if you have a $5,000 limit on your credit card and you're at $4,500 and you have a car loan for $60,000 and you still owe $50,000 and you go to apply for more credit, that's truly going to impact your credit score negatively because there's so much that you still owe based on those credit limits. The next one is payment history, which is a whopping 35% of your credit score. Let me repeat that. The largest component of the five that impacts your credit score is your payment history at 35%. So this is whether you're making payments on time. Let me tell you, make your payments on time. And that includes student loans. I've heard recently a lot of folks talking about student loan forgiveness and when it might be coming, what it might look like eventually. But until that happens for you, you still have a debt that has to be paid. And if it is not paid, it will negatively impact not only your credit score, but your credit report, which will negatively impact your security clearance. Length of credit history is 15% of your credit score calculation. That's how long an account has been open and how recently It's been utilized. So really think about that. Do you have some really old accounts that you haven't used lately? Maybe you have, like myself, I have a Kohl's card that I've had for a while. And I don't necessarily want to close it because it's, you know, it's something that I do and can use from time to time and save money, especially around Christmas time. But I haven't used it in a while. So maybe I'll buy a pair of shoes with it and then pay pay it off. And there you have it. I've used it. It's been utilized recently. Now that's not any justification for those in the audience saying, well, I have 10 retail cards that I need to put to use then. Well, it might be that you need to consider closing some of those credit cards rather than using those credit cards. So that's another talk and we'll talk about that in the actual class. New credit accounts for 10% of that credit score calculation. And that means whether there are new requests for credit or credit inquiries on the account. Now there are hard inquiries and soft inquiries. Soft inquiries do not impact your credit score whatsoever. 
that's when a credit card company takes a look at your credit history and says, you know what, I want to send her a gold card. Looks like she would do very well with this gold status card. I'm going to send her a credit card. Or it looks like Johnny over here could use a little extra credit. And so I'm going to send him a credit line of $500 and see if he applies and, and opens that line of credit. That's when they're just fishing for people. And of course, they're wanting, these industries are wanting to make money. They make money based on interest rates and based on you not paying your bills on time, quite frankly. So, first, pay your bills on time, 35% of that calculation. And second, be careful with opening new credit. And that would be a hard inquiry where if you do go to Kohl's and say, you know what, I do want to save 25% on my purchase today, so I would like to apply for a Kohl's credit card. That would be a hard inquiry because you've initiated that credit check. And then there's credit mix. This is the last portion 10% of your credit score calculation is from that credit mix, whether there's a mix of different types of credit, like mortgage, credit card, and installment loans. This is where it hurts a lot of people. There are a lot of people who have a mortgage payment and they're making their payments on time. It is reported to the credit reporting bureaus and they have good history. But if they don't have credit cards or other installment type credit, then that hurts their score. I had to provide some counseling to an individual who wanted to buy a new car or a used car, yet she could not, for the life of her, get a loan because they kept saying her credit score was bad. So I took a look at her credit score. Everything was beautiful, except she did not have a length of credit history, which makes it 15%, and she didn't have a good credit mix, which makes up another 10%. So 25% of that calculation was harming her credit score. So it's not because she wasn't paying her bills. She just needed a little extra mix with that credit. But you need to be cautious with opening a line of credit just to have an extra line of credit. It doesn't mean that you have to keep using that card over and over and over again just every once in a while, and making sure you put a reminder on your calendar to pay off that credit card. It's good to have a credit card that you can pay off every month. We don't want you to have credit, a credit card where you have to make the minimum monthly payment and hope you pay it off in 10 years. That's not what they're talking about here. So I started with the discussion of security clearance issues and why we want to improve not only our credit score, but our credit reports. Another reason we want to improve our credit report is we need to be looking out for identity theft. If you haven't taken a look at your credit report in a while, I would definitely say that's the next thing you need to do within the next 24 hours. You can pull a free credit report at annualcreditreport.com. Not freecreditreport.com. You want to go to annualcreditreport.com for a truly free credit 
report. And this is where you can look for errors on your credit report and where it gives you an opportunity to dispute any accounts that were open without your knowledge. And listen, sometimes that's not just identity theft from an external unknown source. (laughs) It may come from a spouse or a child who has opened a line of credit in your name. So you want to look for those things too. So there are ways that you can dispute what is on your credit report. You first do that, and there's you'll see when you go to annualcreditreport.com, once you've pulled up your credit report, every single credit reporting bureau has a method for you to dispute what is there. So not only do you dispute it with the credit reporting bureau, you dispute it with the actual credit company. And you'll see their address, their contact information on that information so that you always have a way to communicate with these folks. So let's say you have negative information on there where you're wondering, you know what, I actually paid this off. And here's here's what I find a lot. AT&T, WOW, cable. A lot of times these folks are ending up on folks' credit reports because you thought you sent all the equipment back when you moved and they're claiming that it never got to them. So you didn't know that they submitted you for not paying a bill or not turning in your equipment. So you can dispute that with as much information that you might have. You might go back and find the receipt where you actually sent it by FedEx or, or whatever the case. And a lot of times if you use a credit card to pay for that, you can find that information through that billing account of how you paid for that. So usually there's some type of trail where you can go back and dispute those types of errors. And listen, if the credit company, AT&T or WOW, they're not working with you to resolve that issue, then you can lodge a complaint with the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. And they have to investigate that as well. And it really doesn't take a lot of time, 30 days usually. And if they need more time than 30 days, they have to let you know within a certain time frame that they need an additional 30 days to look into a matter or to research. But that's a wonderful thing to do is knowing what your options are to dispute this information. Now, you might have negative information on your credit report that is negative because you just didn't pay your bills. (laughs) Well, there's still hope. It doesn't mean that you're up the creek without a paddle. You still have the opportunity to fix it. And you get to do that yourself. The biggest thing that clients don't realize, and listen, I didn't know this until I went through my training to become accredited financial counselor, is you can call any creditor that you have at any time to work out a payment plan. If you can't afford the $500 a month to pay this off, give them a call to see how they can work with you. And listen, if you've already gone to collections and your debt has been sold to a collection agency, those collection agencies are focused solely on making money. 
If you call them and say, hey, I need to get this in order, lickety split, how much can I pay you every month to get this going? They will work with you. Now, some of you might know that you could also work to settle a debt. Now, there's a difference between settling a debt for less than what you owe versus paying your debt in full. And it will reflect on your credit report whether you paid in full and it was closed because you paid in full or was it closed because you settled for less than the original amount. So settling your debt, let's say you owe $10,000 on a repossessed car. They sold the car at auction and, you know, they could only recoup so much. So you still have a $10,000 balance. Sometimes they will settle, let's say $3,000, but you have to realize that will still be a negative hit to your credit score because you did not pay the account in full. So just know that, but that is an option. But Be leery about it. Have a conversation with me. Have a conversation with your security manager. What's that going to look like for you if you settle an account rather than pay the account in full? So, and listen, by the way, to to improve your credit report and to start working on that negative information and getting your debt cleaned up, your security managers and the CAF, they do not expect you to have $30,000, $40,000 laying around just to pay all your debts at once. They're just wanting to see, are you taking the action necessary to move in a direction to where you are paying your debts, you're staying on top of paying those debts, and you've gotten to a certain portion with those debt collectors where you're paying timely, in a timely manner to where now they can upgrade and update your credit report to now you are paying, which takes that negative information off your credit report. So listen, a company that says they will remove negative information from your credit report is lying. That negative information is going to remain on that credit report until you have taken the actions to improve that. And the only way to do that is to work with those creditors and say, hey, We made that arrangement that I would pay $100 monthly. I've been doing that for the last six months. Can you please update my credit report? I see that you haven't changed it yet. Can you please make sure to do that? Get it in writing. They will do that for you, okay? So remember, information that is going on your credit report And there is the Fair Credit Reporting Act, where folks have to be truthful with how you're paying your bills. So there's a lot at stake for them if they're not being truthful. So they have to do this. So all you have to do is stay on them to make sure that that happens. So I talked about seven years being how long negative information stays on your credit report. But it's 10 years if it's bankruptcy or you have judgments, because that is now public information. That's just not tied to the credit reporting bureaus. That is now public information on public sites, because now those are legal 
matters. And you also have to understand that civil suits, tax liens, accounts, uh, certain accounts placed for collection and other adverse actions that are legal matters, those will remain for 10 years until the statute of limitations has expired, whichever is greater. So that's something to keep in mind. So again, 35% of your calculated credit score is based on payment history. The best thing you could do is pay your bills. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, Olivia, I have a debt that was sold and was in collections and I haven't heard from them in like five years. Should I still go back and pay that debt? Yes, because it's still going to be on there for another two years. And with continuous evaluation, if you do nothing about it, you're going to be answering to your security manager as to why that debt was not paid. So it's better to start getting that inf- getting movement going because what happens is a lot of people think, well, just because I don't hear from tax collector, not tax collectors, those two, if it is a tax issue, if you don't hear from the debt collectors, that that means, oh, things must be fine and I no longer have a balance, that's not true. Your balance did not magically go away because people aren't calling you. It's still there and you still need to take action on it. I will tell you, too, that when it comes to smoothing out those blemishes on your credit score, or excuse me, your credit report, what you need to do is make sure that you're fixing those errors if you find any. If they're not errors and you truly owe that, that you are putting together a payment plan with that company. I see people do it all the time that I'm counseling with security clearance issues. They get it done. And guess what? A lot of them are already showing me that they've removed or updated the information on their credit reporting that they are now paying, paying as agreed. And that looks favorable. That looks good on your credit report. So what steps can you take to build good credit when you're moving along, when you've smoothed out some of these issues? So make sure that you're reviewing your credit report periodically because these are humans overseeing this process and they make, they make mistakes as well. So you need to stay on top of that. I had to have my first name corrected with two of the three reporting bureaus. So things like that are going to happen. Establish good habits for managing and paying your bills, your credit cards, and your loans. That's what's going to keep you out of trouble. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'll see you next time.